Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode, of top of life is a journey the topic of discussion is about covid i really can't put a topic at this time because the topic of discussion and the top, the title that i have is one that's very it's very um it hits home um yesterday i found out that a classmate and um a close man a close friend excuse me um to many people that i knew passed away um she was very young mother beloved mother beloved daughter sister friend um such a sweet spirit um and so it's this this particular topic of discussion it it really hits home and it's is I'm going to do my best to get through this 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 podcast um it's it's I'm trying not to get emotional because it just It's hurtful. It really is. Um, to see such a, uh, a great person, you know, she's no longer here. And if you're listening, my prayers are with the family. Um, in all due respect, I won't mention any the name, but to respect of the family. Um but my prayer, my prayer is with her family. And my prayer is with the fathers of her children. Um, I just, I can't believe it. I still don't believe it. Um, but I, I know that this particular topic of discussion needs to be talked about. It needs to be talked about. And as we venture into this podcast this week, my heart and my prayer is that we as a people um, that we examine our lives, that we make sure that we get our house in order because we don't know when our number will be called. We don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much time I have left in the earth, but while I'm here, I'm going to do everything in the, to the best of my ability to motivate, inspire, to live for God and tell others about God so that they can have a life after this life. 
And I'm I'm saying all this because you know COVID is still here. I looked this up. I digress for a moment, but I looked this up as it pertains to this particular topic. It it pertains to our podcast. The coronavirus death toll as of January 10th 2022 is 5,507,383 people have died so far from from COVID-19 that is an astounding amount of people who have lost their lives to this virus and on this particular topic of discussion or topic came to me, I was at work and I just began to think, you know, and when these these topics come to me, y'all, you know, I know and I trust and believe that it's God you know, I'm not a perfect man, but I strive to be a better man. I progress to be a better man. And in this particular platform of being able to speak to you as a people, wherever you are in your life's journey, my, 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 what I do, I do what I do because I desire to help others to come to know Christ. If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be here today. If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be recording this podcast. If it wasn't for God, I would have been dead a few months into my life. You know, I may have spoken about my testimony, one of my many testimonies in my life. And I re-mention it um, for those of you that, that don't know um, or haven't heard if I did I can't remember if I recorded that episode or not but in that episode in this particular area of my life I was I was a newborn and my mom came into the room and I didn't have breath like I wasn't I wasn't breathing there was no no pulse or anything like that. I was breathless, lifeless. And she rushed me to the hospital. And by the grace of God, the doctors and those were able to um, bring me back to life. They were able to, um, you know, allow me to be here by the grace of God, you know, and I'm thankful every day of my life that I wake up and that I'm moving and I'm breathing and I'm doing things in life. I'm thankful because it could have went a whole different way. And, um, like I said, this, this, my my energy that you're feeling right now, my 
um, pauses and everything is is genuine and this this is just this is this is me you know one thing that I'm work have been working on and I thank God for it because I feel like it it helps people to see the genuineness in you is being more transparent being vulnerable uh, one thing that I strive to be more of especially with my wife and children um because as a man, you know, we feel like we have to put on this facade or this, um, we have to put this wall up and I'm guilty of that, of putting a wall up or, and not letting that a certain area of me be accessible. And that's something that I, I have to work on. I got to work on and let that wall down. Um, So once again, my prayer, my prayers are with those who have lost loved ones and with the passing of this beloved friend, like I said, this beloved mother. I mean, such a sweet spirit, such a sweet soul. And um, she will truly be missed. She will truly be in our hearts and our thoughts and our memories. And my prayer is that God will strengthen her family, strengthen her mother, strengthen her father, strengthen the the children and their parent, their dads that are still yet here, that he will be with them and comfort their hearts in this time of loss. And it's kind of hard for me to move past that, y'all. It's hard for me to move past that because I don't take life. I don't take it. I don't take it lightly. This right here, this passing, I don't take it lightly because it very well could have been me. It very well could have been my wife. It could have been one of my children. It could have been my mother, my father, my grandfather, a cousin of mine. And I just, I can't believe it, you know. That's the one thing about life, man. You, you, we, we sometimes, we, tr we move past stuff too soon. We don't really process things the way that we should process them. We don't really allow ourselves to to deal with the emotions as a man. Like, I'm learning, you know. Um, thank God for, um, his name is Jason Wilson, and I, I believe I mentioned him before, but as a man, you know, he mentions how we, um, I can't remember the exact word at this time, but how we are um, emotionally bound up. Like, you know, we bottle all that emotions is so bottled up. 
that we don't really get an opportunity because we feel like if we cry that we're weak. But you're actually still yet you're strong. You're strongest when you're at your weakest. And I know that may sound crazy, but it's the truth. Because it shows that you're strong enough to express your emotion, but you're also vulnerable and open enough and and, um, sensitive enough to acknowledge that you're hurt, to acknowledge that you feel some type of pain. It doesn't make you weak. It makes you strong. Uh, y'all forgive me. So, as I try to move past this, and it's, I don't even want to say move past this, but as, as I try my best to, to go through these notes that I have here in this particular podcast, I might jump back into you might I might be all over the place today. Y'all, I'm just being honest. And I just can't believe it, you know. I I still cannot believe it. Every day that I wake, man, and I I you just never know. You you never know. And I just, man. <sighs> Seeing that amount of, of people that have lost their lives to this virus is heartbreaking. And... I've known family members who have been in the hospital for it, you know, um, people that have had to quarantine. I myself had to quarantine when it first hit, you know, this, this particular virus is, it's so, it's something that you can't even put your finger on. It's just like, you just have to stay prayed up we have to stay prayed up and just just do our best to to live our lives and we don't live in fear because god has not given us a spirit of fear but of love power and of sound mind you know the one thing that i really really wish is that the governors the the people in 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 power of the free world or however you want to put it that um govern things and you know even the president this virus has run rampant and there are certain protocols and certain things in pl- that should have been in place to prevent all of these deaths. In my opinion, I'm just I'm just speaking from the heart. I honestly feel like 
we rush back into things way too soon, way too soon. When this first began in 2020, and really it began in 2019, but it didn't get exposed or brought out until 2020, that, you know, Governor Whitmer and other governors across the state, state, excuse me, had certain things in place, you know, to prevent some of these deaths. And we had lockdowns and people had to quarantine, you know, other countries had to seriously quarantine. If I'm being honest, we as a people of the United States of America did not have to quarantine the way that others did in other countries. Their quarantine was very strict. I mean, to the point of like you, you can't go out your house like for nothing. They couldn't go out their houses like we had a lot of leeway to be able to go to and from. And thank God for that. You know, a lot of things were shut down for a minute. Um, but the necessities that we needed, of course, you know, the hospitals and um, the grocery stores and things of that nature were still yet open. You know, thanks be to God for that being available for us. Because many of us have families, have children, and we all need to survive and eat. But it's important that we take heed to everything that's going on and, and, and wisdom. You know, we're in the book of Proverbs right now in my, in my church. And wisdom is so, it speaks loudly. Just like I said in, in the first proverb, it's, it's calling out in the streets. You know, it's speaking to you in, in many different ways. But will we pay attention, you know, and with this virus? Granted, we can't. Or excuse me, we can't. Look at granted, we should be able to look and confide in those who know more about about this than we do. And those that are in a place or in a position of power to put certain things in, in line to keep us safe. But we also have to use our own wisdom, you know, that God has given us to uh, prevent it from spreading, prevent, you know, us from catching it. And 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 if we do catch it by the my prayer is that nobody else lose their life. Nobody else. I don't want another soul to lose their life to this virus. I hate, I I hate, and hate is a strong word. I hate that this mother lost her life to COVID as far as I know. I hate that. My heart breaks that that happened. My heart breaks that millions of people, there's... There are other children as well that have lost their fathers, lost their mothers. Someone has lost their grandmothers, uncles to this virus.
like when I when I when I when I really look look at it, man, like it hurts. That could have easily been me. So I don't take a day that I'm still yet standing, breathing, moving, going to work, whatever it is that I I do on a day-to-day basis, I don't take it for granted at all. (laughs) And, you know, it just, man, it hurts. It hurts. The pain, the, the thoughts about it, it, you know... It takes the loss of someone that you know or that or 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 were kind of close to, or went to school with. It, I don't want that to be the wake up call for me to to get my life in order. I want the wake up call to be every day that you wake, Juan. Every day that you wake, whatever your name is, put it there. To go out and do what God has called you to do. Every day, every moment, every minute, every second. Do what he placed you here to do. And as as I, I look on this particular. Man, this this COVID is it's real, man. I never thought in all these years of my life. That we would be facing a situation like this that we would be living the way that we live now I never envisioned this I never did but God did you know and as we as I look here um I know I I've I've been talking for some time but you know I got one thing about this particular podcast I don't know about other podcasts, but I I do my best to just allow God to use me and to really just be open and transparent and honest and vulnerable, you know, and speak from the heart. Yeah. And there are many times that most of my notes that I have, I don't even get a chance to get through, you know, and which is a good thing because it just, you know. As one person told me, sometimes you just got to go with the flow. You just got to go with the flow. Because um, there is no necessarily no program. You know, there is and there isn't. Granted, in some, situ- some, some situations, yeah, you, you have to stick to the program. But... I just, yeah. The scriptures that I have for you today. Um, the first one or the ones, excuse me, is Exodus 12 and 31 through 33. And I'm not going to read straight through to the best of my ability. Um. And I actually have another scripture here. Y'all bear with me. Um, I believe it's, I want to say it's Exodus 
forgive me. Give me just one moment. It's Exodus 12. I want to say starting at verse 12 through 50. But let's read this first this first part and then we'll go through. So it says. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron at night. He said, get up and go away from my people. Both you and the people of Israel go and worship the Lord, as you have said. Take your flocks and your cattle, as you have said, and go and pray that that goodwill come to me also. The Egyptians were trying to make the people hurry out of the land, for they said, we will we will all be dead. And I always I always look to the, the children of Israel as an example to us as a people in this day, because, you know, the Bible tells us. That there is nothing new under the sun. And that's true. Everything that happened in those particular times. Are happening now and have happened over the years. Some of us have paid have paid attention to to them and some of us haven't. But there's nothing new under the sun. Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, I mean, just every every single scenario Every single story, every single thing that has happened or happens in the Bible is is present or it will come to pass because that's the word of God. So as I was getting a download about this particular podcast, it came to me, you know, that. We, not all of us, but some of us have not taken the instructions of the CDC guidelines or the, you know, what the governors or even some of what our jobs in different places have told us that we should or shouldn't be doing. And he gave them specific instructions during those times you know they give us certain instructions and do we follow them all the time we don't you know if somebody gave you if somebody gave you a recipe y'all forgive me if y'all hear any noise um i don't know i'm hearing something in my headphones and I hope it's not coming through on, on, on the microphone. Um, but if you get instructions, somebody gives you a recipe and they specifically say step by step how to do it. And you miss a step. Something is going to be off in that recipe. You know, I've I've been and I I noticed I I don't even really want to mention it, but I've I've been watching Grey's Anatomy, and it's it's a good show to me. You know, there are some things in it that I don't this I don't agree with. However, one thing that I've 
learned over watching this since I've been watching this this particular series on Netflix is that it really there are a lot of different episodes that really speak to me and speak to life in general but as a surgeon if you miss a step that could cost somebody their life you know as a parent i'm mindful and i'm i'm still yet learning you'll never stop learning as a parent i believe on how you can just be the best that you could be and you can only give what you what you got but you can also learn and give that as well but i'm mindful that everything that i'm i learn and everything that i do have already known up until this point that it's my responsibility to instruct and lead and guide and discipline and love and nurture and all those things to my children because if i don't i'm responsible for how they go out into the world when that time comes i'm responsible for how they experience life and in the same you know with with the word of god here in 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 exodus he was telling them he he gave them specific instructions we have been get we have give, been given certain instructions and granted some things are out of our control you know when I'm in a store, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and I'm in line, I'm in the checkout. I I dislike people being close up on me, mask or no mask, especially if you don't have a mask. And even though I'm fully vaccinated, I I've, I've been wearing my mask, back wearing my mask because I'm not trying to I'm not trying to, you know, catch it again. I'm not trying to catch it again and give it to my wife or children or <clears throat> anybody at work, anything like that, you know, just trying to stay safe to the best of my ability. But I dislike it. You know, when this first began, there was a six foot rule still is, you know, and I know it's challenging because, you know, everybody's at the store trying to get what they getting. But give me some breathing room. Don't be all up on my, you know. Give me some space. I give you some space. You give me some space. And that's just one of the many rules. People that are fully vaccinated. It is it is recommended. And even when you go into stores, they have the signs up. Some stores won't let you in without a mask. Some of them won't. And that's I commend those stores that do that. There are certain stores like Myers and Walmart and other, you know, well-known franchises and stores of that nature that, you know, they recommend that you wear the mask. Don't get me wrong. There has been a ton of talk about whether the mask protect you or not and this, that and third. But it's better to be safe than sorry. I would rather have a mask and prevent if I do have it spreading it to somebody else or catching it from somebody else. You know, the 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 trust is not in a mask. The trust is in God. The trust is not in a vaccine. The trust is in God. That's where our trust and our faith should always remain and be. 
don't get me wrong our faith and our trust can 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 falter or you know i'm that's one of the things that i'm looking and believing god for in this year of 2022 is growth and faith amongst other things but especially faith because it's the foundation of our belief it's the foundation of christianity it's the foundation of serving god you know without faith it is impossible to please god now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen for we walk by faith and not by sight faith is something that you cannot see this virus is something that you cannot see so you have to we have to have faith in god we have to have faith in god i'm gonna say it again we have to have faith in god Because man will always fail you, but God will never fail you. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you even until the ends of the earth. The faith and the trust is in God. But we also have to do our part because it also says faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. Believe in me. But if you don't put the work behind the faith that you have, nothing will come to pass. Nothing will come into manifestation. If I believe that I, I, I can, you know, be a millionaire, but I don't put in the work to be a millionaire, I will never be a millionaire. I could believe it all I want to. I could have faith in God that I'm going to be a millionaire. But without the work, it won't come to pass. I can believe that I could be the president of the United States, but if I don't put the faith and the work together, it won't come to pass. Um, this particular, uh, so let's work. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I believe this is in Exodus starting at verse 12. So this is the Passover. So verse 12 reads, starting at verse 12, it reads. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, this month will be the beginning of month of months. It will be the first month of the year to you. Speak to the people of Israel when they are gathered together. Tell them that on the 10th day of this month, every man must take a lamb for those of his father's house, a lamb of each house. If those in the house are too few to eat a lamb, let him and his nearest neighbor take the right amount for the number of people. Divide the lamb by how much each can eat. Your lamb must be perfect, a male lamb one year old. You may take it from the sheep of their or, or the goats. Keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then all the people of Israel are to kill it in the evening then they must take some of the blood and put it on the wood pieces at the sides and top of the door of each house where they will eat it they must eat the meat that same night made ready over a fire they will all eat it with bread made without yeast and with with bitter plants do not eat any of it it is not cooked 
excuse me, if it is not cooked or if it is made ready by boiling. But cook it over a fire, its head, legs, and inside parts. Do not save any of it until morning. Burn with fire whatever is left of it before morning. And let me stop right there. Um, he was given instructions, specific instructions throughout these verses. And excuse me, that wasn't starting at verse 12. That was this is chapter 12. Start that was verse one. Um, given specific instructions during this time of the Passover. And as I was reading, and this is not your normal King James version. This is the new living version, or I believe. Um, when given instruction, we cannot, we cannot afford to try to finagle or do one step that is given our way or the way that we think it should be done because it winds up there being an issue or it not you know it the instructions are given as specified for a reason whether you understand it or like it or not is given for a reason <clears throat> So, I'm going to drop down to verse 18. In the first month from the evening of the 14th day until the evening of the 21st day, you must eat bread made without yeast. There must be no yeast found in your house for seven days. For whoever eats anything with yeast, that person, stranger or born in the land, will be cut off from the people of Israel. Do not eat anything with yeast. You must eat bread made without yeast in all your homes. Then Moses called for all the leaders of Israel. He said to them, go and choose lambs for your families and kill the Passover lamb. Take a small branch and put it in the blood in the pot. Spread some of the blood on the wood pieces on the top and sides of the door. Then none of you go outside the door of his house until morning. For the Lord will pass through to kill the Egyptians. But when he sees the blood around your door, the Lord will pass over the door. He will not let the one who destroys come into your houses to kill you. You must remember this as a law for you and your children forever. I'm going to stop right there. That is so profound. You know, um, we had a home anointing. I want to say it was. I want to say it was in the month of. October. Maybe November. Um, we had a home anointing and. Some people believe, some people don't, some people do this, some people don't. Um, I'm not knocking if you don't agree with it or not, but there is a, a special 
I don't even want to say, but there is a a certain covering that you have when you follow instructions of your leaders. Um, and with this home anointing, we had what we know as 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 church as believers as saints of God as blessed oil. It is. Um, extrovert is virgin olive oil and, and many of you see them in the churches um, in a container containment that the preacher or the ministers or the elders use to anoint people to pray over people um, and many people have it in their homes and it's nothing that we don't we play around with it at times you know you see different memes of different people on but some of those people and some of us as believers know we shouldn't play like that so with this anointing home anointing um we prayed over our homes every auxiliary every capacity space place room whatever it is that we felt led to pray over and anoint it was done and this particular passage of scripture that was the second time that he mentioned about putting blood over the doorposts on the top and on the sides specifically he said on the top and on the sides and i'm just mindful that living in this covid season and this covid in this pandemic however you want to word it that we have to do those things we have to stay prayed up. We have to wear our mask. We have to wash our hands as we should already be doing. Sanitize, um, you know, do our best to, to social distance. To follow those instructions. Because he said here in verse 24, you must remember this as a law for you and your children forever. To remember it. Not only to remember it, but to, to do it. Then he says in verse 25, as we continue, you must remember this special time when you go to the land that the Lord has promised to give you. When your children ask you, what does this special time mean to you? You will say it is a Passover gift to the Lord because he passed over the houses of the people of Israel and Egypt. He killed the Egyptians, but saved our homes and the people bowed to the ground and worshiped. Then the people of Israel went and did what the Lord had told Moses and Aaron. At midnight, the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. From the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on the throne to the firstborn of the of the one who was held in prison and all the firstborn of the cattle. Pharaoh got up in the night and his servants and all the Egyptians. And there was a loud cry in Egypt for there was no home where there was. Excuse me, for there was no home where there was not someone dead. And so. And I, I don't this is. I don't particularly like this version of this, this passage of scripture as I'm reading it. Um, 
But this we know was when the plagues were happening. And this this happened. You know, Moses came to Pharaoh, you know, um, from what I, I've heard, because I can't and I'm being honest and transparent and open. I I haven't I haven't read that. in, And I believe it, you know, because God will cause for there to be opposition to really bring out the best in you. And this particular story in the Bible, Moses, you know, grew up with Pharaoh. And we know all know this, you know, what happened, the, the man that was killed, and then Moses went out into the wilderness or into, you know, into the into the uh, desert and and so on and so forth. And he um to be to have to come back to someone who you grew up with and now you're you know you're you're the opposition to them you're telling them something that that like hey we grew up like we you know we served all these other guys and now you telling me about the guy who says i am i am like what is this? You know, he telling me to let let your people go. Like, like bro, you you mean you lived in the same house? You know, and so, but he hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and Moses kept coming. Said the Lord, saying, "Let my people go. Let my people go." And there was continued to be opposition until it got to the point where I said, okay, I've warned you. I've told you time and time again, you know, let my people go. This is the aftermath of it. The plagues came. The plagues continued to increase in different areas. Um, loss of food. Um, you know, all these other different things that we know of. And this particular was the last, which was death in Egypt. And death is not a, a easy topic to discuss, but it's a part of life. And as I as I conclude this particular podcast, I'm mindful to do my best to really live out this life for God the best of my ability because I don't want to die and go to hell for no one because I and, and I say that in regards to anybody 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 I don't want to go to hell for no one not myself or nobody else or for nothing that I do. Like I want to do my best to live for God. I want to be able to live again. I don't want to, because you know, the Bible tells us to, 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 to die once is something. And I'm paraphrasing, but there is a second death that comes after this. And that second death is 
you know, to be tossed into the lake of fire. That's, you know, that's not a death. That's not something that you want to a death that you want to experience if you don't have to. And you have the choice to not do that. You know, he said, choose his day who who you will serve. Either you're going to serve God or you're going to serve mammon. And, and, and mammon to, you know, and to me, you know, and this is me. I don't want to add to the word, but to me, that means other gods, other yourself. You know, either you're going to serve God or you're going to serve yourself. Either you're going to serve God or you're going to serve money. If you're going to serve God, you're going to serve sex. If you're going to serve God, you're going to serve alcohol. Either you're going to serve God or you're going to serve your job. Either you're going to serve God or you're going to serve your wife or your husband or your children or your family or your flesh or what you want to do. Because he said, I'm a jealous God and I will have no other gods, lowercase g's, or lowercase g, excuse me, before me. You must love the Lord thy God with all thy mind, heart, body, and soul. And in order to do that, we have to die to ourselves daily. We have to pick up our cross daily. Get before God. Devote time to listen to his voice. You know, um... I'm learning I that it's and it's it's something to, as as I was I, I want to say this was either Friday or Saturday. But God had, you know, downloaded into me that, you know, not just with the things of this life, but especially with spiritual, because we know that only what we do for Christ will last. And but with consistency. Whatever you do consistently will lead you into the results of what you what you are after. If you want to be closer to God, consistently get before his face. The more you do something consistently, prime example, if a doctor or a fitness instructor or a personal trainer told you to take this prescription two times a day, 30 minutes before you eat, walk 30 minutes a day and you have enough for two months and they told you that you will be able to lose 10 to 20 pounds in those two months the result that you will get is determined on your consistency with you consistently doing what they told you to do seven days a week for all 30 days, excuse me, 60 days, because I said I did say two months, um, will determine on, on whether or not you, you lose 10 to 20 pounds. If you miss a step, don't get me wrong, it happens. It does happen. We fall, to, we fall off, but the more consistent you are, you will see those results. The more we get before God, I believe that we will see more people healed, delivered and set free and saved. And the more that you do this consistently, you know, our lives will change. I I don't I dislike 
that this this virus has taken so many lives prematurely and those lives our beloved mothers wives sisters fathers sons husbands and my prayer is that God will strengthen us as a people and allow us to be able to get to a point to where we can continue to do what he has called us to do to not let this distract us or to we we have to be mindful of it but to not let us distract us or waver us to get off from doing what he has called us to do as i wrap this up this has been another episode of life is a journey once again my prayers are with this family like I said, once again, I, out of respect to the family, I will not mention a name. Um, but my prayers, my condolences are with this family. My prayers and my condolences are also with the the Stewart family of Pastor Kenneth of House of Prayer Missionary Baptist Church, who passed away on last week. Um, continue to pray for them, as well as the prayers. Our prayer, excuse me, prayers are with other families who have lost loved ones to this virus. You know, grief is something that you don't ever, you know, it never goes away. It's something that you, it's a process that you deal with. So once again, uh, my prayers and my condolences and thoughts are, are with you all. Let us continue to go forward in God doing what he has called you to do let's be safe let's use wisdom let's follow instructions this has been another episode of life is a journey and until next time be blessed at the end of the day i want to inspire motivate and encourage you to be all God has for you to be and remember until next time to always live love learn and grow